welcome to the Soul Gym. We are your Soul Gym sisters. I'm Crystal. I'm Jody. Hey, we're so glad that you are part of the Soul Gym this week. Oh man, it's going to be so good. We are talking about getting your second wind. I don't know if any of you guys are runners out there or endurance athletes of any kind, but there is a phenomenon. And Jody and I were talking. I said, I, I believe I've experienced it one time where you are enduring, you are running or whatever that, that, that you know, athletics that you're doing and you feel like you can't keep going, but something happens and you get this surge of energy and it, it does. I mean, it's, it's almost euphoric and it carries you. Um, it, your peak performance goes up and it carries you to the finish line. But you know what? You don't ever get that second wind if you quit. And so we are talking about this week, getting your second wind, your second chance, your second act, whatever it is in your business, in relationships, in your finances, in your health. Guess what? There is a second wind for you if you don't quit. And so this is what we are just resting this podcast on today. Jody's going to read it to you. You got it? Okay. Found in Hebrews uh, chapter 10, verse 35 and 36. It says, do not therefore fling away your fearless confidence. Amen. For it carries a great and glorious compensation of reward. For you have need of steadfast patience and endurance so that you may perform and fully accomplish the will of God and thus receive and carry away and enjoy to the full what is promised. Mm. See, so there it right. is. We just proved it to you. Yep, right there. I mean, it's endurance. Don't quit. And I, we guarantee you there is a second wind, a second act just for you. So remember, this is the place today we're going to train your mind in order to transform your life. So let's get started. Hey, welcome to the Soul Gym. We just told you we are talking about a second wind. But before we go into that, Jody and I have a favor. Yes, we do. Um, if you are watching this on YouTube or Rumble or something like that, we're asking that you just hit that subscribe button. We'd love to be in your world and you guys know how all the algorithms work. It, also, if you're listening to this on some podcast format, we asked last week, again, we're asking this week, five-star review. Okay, if you can do that for us, oh, we would just appreciate it so much. So thank you for that. Okay, that's gone. Now let's get started. Hey, having a second wind. We, we brought it up. We said it is, man, there you are just running your race. And guess what? Yep, life is a race. You're running your race. And what happens? Boom. I mean, life happens. An obstacle, a problem, a broken relationship. You know, an illness, um, financial demise, career derailment, 
anything can happen that knocks the wind right out of you. But we keep saying, it's time for a second wind. It's time for that second wind for you to be re-energized again. And yet we let life's problems just wipe us out. I mean, let's just face it. We, we need courage today. When you look around and you see what has happened in the world, I, oh my word, if you didn't have faith, if you didn't have God, that's why we always just, um, you know, really gird our message with the word because man, what else is there? It's so crazy out there, but it, it's going to take some courage. And that's what we're here to do. We always say we're your inner strength coaches, inner strength coaches, because we just believe that transformation comes from the inside out. So we're going to encourage you today. Remember, we're not asking you to attack these problems, attack life, you know, fear, you know, fearless. There is, we're, we're saying fear is real, you know, but, but courage in the face of, of fear that you can persevere, you can keep going, but there, there's something, well, we think there are a few things that are going to, you know, sideline you. And maybe you are feeling sidelined. You're just like, nothing's happening in my life. I'm completely out of the game. I've pretty much, you know, I'm wringing my hands of what, whatever I'm supposed to do. I am out of the game. You know what's going to keep us out of the game? You know what might be keeping you out of the game right now? Thinking, but we're going to talk about three real obstacles. So when life happens, we respond in certain ways. The first one Jody and I talk about all the time is self-pity. Oh, Self-pity. Jody, you said when you were going through the hardest time of your life, knowing this was what kept you from probably losing your mind. Losing my mind. Yeah. When I was going through a really ugly divorce, yep. um, previous to that, I had spent, boy, I don't know how long studying. I, I know. Thanksgiving and mm -hmm. self right. and how dangerous it is because we don't really realize it's happening. It's so common, yeah. you know, everywhere you turn, family members, friends, TV, politicians, it's just bad news all the time. Something bad is happening all the time. Mm -hmm. And if you look around and pay attention to it in your life, you can feel bad about something right. all the time. So what I did was I started to become aware of the feeling that it gives me, feeling sorry for myself. And a lot of people will tell you you're justified. Oh, yeah. Who isn't going to feel sorry for themselves? Your kids are acting crazy. Who wouldn't feel sorry for themselves? But let me ask you, now, when you go down that road, does self-pity ever lead to victory? <laughs> when you're going, oh, my life sucks. I know. Oh, I can't believe I'm going through this. And, and it's leading to you to, wow, how, how great is this? Yeah. Now, one thing I've noticed about self-pity is there's never an end to it unless you put a stop to it. 
it is a path, it's a road, and I will say this till throughout eternity, self-pity will take you down a road, down a road, down a road that you will end up going, how did I end up here? Self-pity is the start of suicidal thoughts. Self-pity is how you got into such a deep, dark depression. Self-pity is is what makes you lose your job. Self-pity is is what makes your spouse want to run from you. It is just this feeling of life stinks and there's nothing to be thankful for. So if you're in that place, look around and go, when did this start in my life? Oh yeah, I can trace it back to when I lost my job. I can trace it back to when my husband left me. I can trace it back to when I got the bad doctor's report. And all of a sudden you get away and you start thinking the worst, darkest thoughts. So you have to break free from that. You have to decide and you have to open up your mouth and say no more. That's right. And and we'll we'll talk about it all the time. Gratitude. You got to open up and start looking at what is going right in your life. What do I have to be grateful for? What am I thankful for today? But is, isn't this all about thinking, Jody? All about thinking. Uh, all about thinking. So really start to think about what you're thinking about. We say that all the time. I mean, if you are just caught in this funk and Jody, you just said it, we almost feel entitled to it. You know, I, I mean, even even John Maxwell says at the best of times and the worst of times, you've got 24 hours. Feel it, move on. <laughs> even when yep. it's something good, you know, feel it and move yep. on. But it, I mean, it is a trap. It is a seductive trap. You know, pretty soon we are left, you know, just just replaying. And I know we've talked about it before. What this person has done to us or hasn't done for us. You know, it's always as though the responsibility is on someone else to make us feel complete, to make us happy, to whatever it is, when it's all right within you. And so, but it is very dangerous. And yet, where's the scripture, Jody? I think it's in 1 Corinthians 10, where it says, guess what? There's no temptation. There's no problem. There's nothing that isn't common. Oh, that ticks people off. Because we we want to believe that our pain is just worse than anyone else's on the planet. I was just listening to Rick Renner uh, at Eagle Mountain this past Sunday, and he was talking about the first century church, like, you know, the year 64. And he was talking about transgenderism. I mean, some of the stories this man, there, you guys, it's all happened. I mean, people have experienced horrific, horrendous things from the beginning of time. And so if you can separate that pain, we're, we're not saying it doesn't hurt. We are not denying that this scumbag did this to you. We're we're, we're not denying any of that. But you have a choice right now. This is a decision 
that you can sit on the sidelines of your own race, you know, till the day you die or you can get back in the game. And it is going to require you to start to just pull off that wet blanket of self-pity. <laughs> because I don't know it may, if I'm the only one, but when I entertain those thoughts. And who hasn't? I mean, it, it, it's literally like a cloud, like thick black darkness comes into my room. And if you entertain, the, there's yeah. spirits behind that. Yes. That, that is demonically inspired for you to get a thought of, uh-huh. I, I can't believe this is happening. And once you entertain that, and then more will come. Oh, and what about this? They did this too. So oh yeah, true. I mean, things you forgot about. The <laughs> devil will remind you. Oh yeah, it's five true. years ago, remember? They were supposed to call you and they didn't call. Oh yeah. And I'm telling you, it. this is a fight. We're in a fight for our lives. And if you don't get real serious about what is happening to you as quick as possible, I'm telling you, the harder it gets. Yes. If you entertain, do you know people who are so lost in depression and suicidal thoughts and darkness and self-pity? It can start with one thought yep. of, oh, and before you know it, give yourself a week and you're contemplating suicide. That's yep. how serious this is. Yeah, and, and the Bible talks about strongholds, and this is what uh -huh. the devil does. He gets his foot in the door, and because yep. we don't capture that thought and go, nope, yep. or replace it with, the, uh, you know what? Sure, that uh, that happened. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. Yep. You got to counter that. All of a sudden, you think about it and you think about it and you think about it. It becomes such a pattern of thinking. It affects everything. Like you were saying, Jody, yeah. relationships, jobs. I mean, who wants to put, you know, this self-pity in, in the leadership role over here? I, it, uh -uh. It's not going to happen. It affects everything. And so you guys, I mean, we are, we are waving the red flag. self Pity is such a trap. I mean, no, no second chance, no second win, no second act, no, you know, being re-energized because self-pity will just steal all the joy out of your life. And so if you're feeling that today, you, you can take complete authority. You just recognize, oh my word, this is what I have been doing. It's time to take personal responsibility. And once again, Jody and I are not saying that what happened to you just really didn't happen. It did. But you always get a choice at how you're going to frame it, how you're going to think about it, and how ultimately you're going to respond. So it's time to get back in the game. All right, here's trap number two. And this one too, it's just, it's what the enemy of our soul does. And it's cruel. It's very cruel. And let, let me read the actual definition of shame, okay? And so shame, intensely painful feeling 
or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging, something we've experienced, done, or failed to do that makes us unworthy of connection. Mm. Now, fundamentally in our DNA, we are created for connection. Mm. God, God created us to be in fellowship. Um, we are, we are commanded to love God and love people. And so it requires connection. And so when something happens and here comes the enemy again, to have you replay those thoughts and then replay the emotions and the pictures and it, and it creates something in you, shame and what the devil does in shaming people. Well, when you're ashamed, then you want to hide. Uh-huh. I mean, you don't want to put yourself out there. And so God's going, but I got a plan for you. There's this race you're supposed to be on. I want you to do this and I want you to do this and you're going to do this great thing. And here you're, you've walled yourself up, you know, in your room or in your house or, you know, just missed opportunity after opportunity because that devil keeps bringing condemnation your way. And we are here to tell you that God does not, there is no condemnation. And yet this is a, this is a, this is a painful one. I don't, I, I don't. You know, one thing that's helped me is I can really blow it, you know, and I, I can do something really stupid and I'll sit there and I'll feel bad. And I don't know for some reason what helps me is I look around and go, boy, a lot of people have blown it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will look in the Bible and look at the greats. I mean, the hall of famers of faith and look at how they've blown Amen. it. Amen. Oh. And I'll think, you know, a lot of that is real pride because I will look at myself and go just shocked that I did what I did. I should have known better. I knew better. I mean, I thought it was further along than that. I can't believe I did that. Well, I'm human, right. you know, and then to act like I'm so what? I'm so mature. I'm so far advanced that I, I <laughs> fell for it. I mean, really, it, it's, it's only the grace and the mercy of God that we can make it an hour Amen. without something stupid and we can don't believe the lie that we can't but i mean it, we've got to see that's relying on ourselves going i can't believe i did this i can't oh i can't believe it. i should have known better you know it, the more you rely on god going god if it isn't for you if you don't hang on to me like you've been doing I, I'm not going to make it. I'm going to blow it and blow it. But the more I humble myself and go, I can't do it. I, I'm going to keep blowing it. If you don't give me the strength and the mercy, and then he will, when you realize I, there's no way any of us can do this without yeah. God's help. And you just humbly go, God, help me, strengthen me. And then you go on for a while and, and you haven't, you know, 
done anything really stupid, you're like, woo, really got to go. Who hasn't? I, I, I think, I think, Jody, where the enemy gets so many um, people is parents. Uh, and their yes. children. Uh-huh. I mean, what would you say to? You've got five kids, and and, and you, any mistake or you see anything, and that devil comes in to point his grubby uh-huh. little finger in your face. Again, I I go back to who hasn't? Yeah, you know, said something stupid to their kids, mistreated them. Uh, said cruel things at times. You look at any parent on the planet, I mean the greatest of the greatest, some of the people you admire the most, they will be the first to tell you, I did the best I could. Right. You really do. I really believe most parents are parenting from what they learned from their parents. And then with God's help, he's, you know, giving wisdom and insight, but there are times, parents, where you're just tired, where you have dealt with your kid 500 times, and this 501 time, you just go, I don't care. <laughs> you, you, There have been times where I have found myself, I know something's going on with one of my kids, and I, I am one of those that I'm on it. I'm on it. But there are times I got to admit that one of them, two of them might be going through something. Now, I'm not saying, you know, they're not, they're taking drugs or whatever, but I can tell something's going on and I just go, God, deal with it. You know, and maybe I haven't thoroughly investigated the situation. There are times, especially if you're a single parent, where you're, you're just not enough. And you got to realize that God, you've got to fill in those voids. Yeah. Fill in those cracks where I just don't see it. Then God's going to bring friends. He's going to bring spiritual leaders. He's going to bring other people to come in and just fill the void. Guess what parents you're going to blow it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so uh, honestly, Trap number three that will sideline you from running your race is unforgiveness. Mm. I mean, first of all, I was dealing with someone last week and the level, I'm just this unforgiveness of themselves. Uh. I, I just, I mean, oh, it was heartbreaking I, of all the mistakes and, you know, forgiving themselves, let alone at the same time, the brokenness of some relationships and the unforgiveness there. I mean, that, that'll really, really, really trip, trip you up. And so God, God is asking us to forgive. And we always say it. And again, Jody, sometimes we go, it sounds so cliche, but it's so true. Forgiveness I mean, it's just not about going, oh, so everything's okay if I say I forgive. Maybe, maybe not. Spiritually, it it will be. And then God can move on your behalf because forgiveness sets you free. Mm -hmm. You forgive yourself. Like you said, Jody, what parent, what person on the planet has not blown it? And, And over numerous times, 
but to forgive yourself, to get to a place where you can shut up that inner critic and just replace it with, man, just what God thinks of you and how he adores you. And, and it says he doesn't even, he doesn't even remember. He's not holding anything against you, yet we hold it against ourselves, you know, and we're just like, just, you know, belting ourselves over the back to try to make up for something God's already taken care of. Well, I don't know if you've noticed, but there are some of the most spiritual parents on the planet who have some of the craziest kids. I, I, I mean, they were raised in Christian homes. They went to church every oh, Sunday. Yeah. They were involved in everything you can imagine. They left home and they went. La, la, la. And then there are some crazy nut job parents and their kids decide to serve God and are some of the most wonderful people on the planet. I think one of the hardest things for parents is to realize once those kids are gone, it is no longer your responsibility yeah. whether they're going to serve God or not. It is completely up to them. Again, are there some things you could have done to make, make it easier for your kid to serve God? Of course, all of us could. Right. But I'm telling you, that's, that is becoming a relief to me. I because bet. My, my children's spirituality is so important to me. And some of them have made some really good choices and have made some really bad choices. But I go, it's not up to me anymore. Right. I mean, now they get to choose. I'm free. Do yeah. I pray for them? Of course I do. Do I still try to be the example of how good God is and what a great life being a Christian can be? Yes, I do. Yeah. But you know what? It is once you leave this house, it is all up to them and they get to choose now whether they serve your God or not. That's so right. You're free. Wow. I mean, if that doesn't set you free right there, that's got to yeah. put some, you know, a good wind in your sail. See, uh -huh. there is a second wind for you. There is a second chance, a second act, whatever you want to call it. I mean, you can be re-energized today. You can get get off of the sideline of life. That's what we're we're just rallying around you today. So how do you do it? I mean, first of all, you got to take care of that self-pity and and be free from shame and just forgive. Forgive yourself, forgive other people. You just, you click, start to clear some of that, that old, those old patterns of thinking. And it is time to re-engage. Okay, your life is a race. Scripture talks about us running the race. You know, sometimes it's, it's you know, you're in a part of a race where it, it's, it's fast. You're, you're sprinting. But for, for the most part, these hundred years of our life or however long you're planning on living, it, it's a marathon. I mean, it's it's taking time. And, and you can have a second wind and you can have a third wind and you can, I mean, as, as life goes on, but we're here to tell you that if you feel like there is no second chance for you, well, that is a lie. And it is time to re-engage today. Come back to the starting line. 
Get your feet back in the starting blocks. I don't know if you ever ran track, but Jody and I did. <laughs> and your your feet are in the blocks, and you're listening for the gun, and baby, I'm that a nervous wreck. <laughs> and, you're, and you're sweating, and your your heart's pounding. And but we're here to tell you, come on, reengage, get back on the blocks, and boom, the gun goes off, and you take off. What's the key? Okay, Jody, you've said it a million times. I think your heart goes out for people who have started their weight loss journey 27 times. And, and what do you always tell them? I always tell them, I don't care how many times you have stopped That's and right. started. Stop and started. Doesn't matter. Go again. Go again. Because I have things in my life that have plagued me for 20 years. And I'd quit and start again. Quit, start again. Quit, start again. I mean, where people are just tired of hearing it. Oh, I'm on my journey again. They're like, oh, great. I And I'm telling you, and finally, something sticks. I mean, I've got <clears throat> something going on in my life right now. I don't know how long I've been battling it. Yet I know I can look back and, and remember my victories going, I remember when this thing haunted me and I wouldn't give up and wouldn't give up and wouldn't give up. And finally, you know, you're, you're at different places in yeah. your life mentally and spiritually. And, and sometimes you're, you're in it more, you're stronger, you're built up more. And that's the time something just blows up in your heart and you're going, that's it. I, I'm never going back again. Other times, it you know, you're not as serious. You're not in the same place. You're a little weaker. You're not around the right people. And so it doesn't really stick. So, but if you keep going, keep going, you're learning, you're growing, you know more, you're more of a fighter. I mean, it's just like an athlete yeah. who, you know, take, take a boxer who, who gets in the ring, you know, starts sparring around. And boom, you know, they get rocked and they're done. I'm out. You got to learn endurance. You yeah. got to learn that feeling of, oh, it's it's getting hard. I, I want to quit. I want to quit. But you've got the right people around you going, don't quit. That's Keep right. going. One more round. One more round. And see, if, you, if you're around winners, if you're around people who don't quit, if you're listening to the right voices, they'll tell you, even though you're down, I'm out of the game. I, I'm not even trying. They'll go one more time. Yep. One more time. And then, and then when it starts getting tough again, you know, you want to quit. You want to run back to where you came from. Nope, nope, nope. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep pressing forward. See, it's just like athletics. Yeah. You've got to learn to go through the uncomfortable, right. the pain to get to where you want to be. And it's, I don't care if you are on your back and it's the last round in the fight and you are bloody and bleeding and spits running down. As long as you go, I'm winning. That's right. You'll win. Absolutely. I love it because it's only when we persevere that there's a reward. Yep. I mean, when we quit and we come up short, there's, there's no reward. In fact, every time 
I've quit on myself or broke a promise to myself. Man, now I got to dig myself up from that disappointment. Mm -hmm. And yet, like you said, Jody, okay, I blew it. I blew it. I blew it. But get up again. Just one more time. Mm -hmm. One more time. One more time. And you're so right. It's surrounding yourself. I mean, if you want to get good at something, get around the right people. You just bring into your consciousness, I mean, people who are going to encourage you in whatever it is that you need. That's why we love talking about this stuff. We get so fired up when we, mm -hmm. we have coached and been in this world. We've, we've watched, that's why we so liken this to athletics and call it your second wind. We've seen the second wind. We've seen the, the young athlete. We've seen the young bodybuilder. We've seen the, the, the young, whether it be an age or just experience, start something and fumble and want to quit and it's painful. And man, every time they fight that, something happens you know, when yep. you set that goal, yeah, it's it's about achieving that goal, but it's always about what's happening in you, the mm -hmm. character that is being developed in you. So every time you get punched in the face, you dust yourself off and you get back up, you scare the crap out of the devil. Yep. I mean, he's going, oh man, she is not playing anymore. I mean, and something happens in you. Your kids are watching. Other people are watching. You become a hero in their life. And so we are here to encourage you and tell you, guess what? There is a second wind coming for you. There's a second opportunity. Maybe it's your third, fourth, or fifth. <laughs> That's okay, too. That's okay, too. God's got ultimate never ending opportunity for you yep. and so we are here to encourage you and tell you guess what pain is inevitable it really just life is so unfair sometimes that it's inevitable um but like we just said there is a second wind opportunity for you if you don't get caught in those traps of self-pity that you get you you break that trap of shame or unforgiveness in your life and we are saying guess what you can go for it god's got an audacious plan you are running your race you get those tennis shoes back on whether they are physical or metaphorical and you start running again maybe it's a walk <laughs> Maybe, yep. maybe you got to start a little slow. Maybe it's a walk, then a jog, and then, then your run. But we just want to encourage you that there is a second wind coming for your life. JoJo, anything else? I don't think so. All right, you guys. Just a reminder, um, we want to say thank you so much for listening and being a part. Again, if you're watching the video of this, subscribe, subscribe. If you are listening by podcast, um, we're asking for some reviews, five-star reviews. Uh, we just want to get the word out to more and more people. We just think it is God's message is life-changing. Again, check out our website, soulgymsisters.com. Um, there's a link on there to our online course. So if you're interested in that, go for it. Uh, reach out. 
We want to interact with you. If there's anything we can do to encourage you on this race, we're here. And so all of our contact information will be in the show notes. Again, thank you so much for being a part of the Soul Gym. We will catch you next week. Bye. Bye.